0: The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on The Believer's Walk of Faith.
1: I'm not concerned about how hidden the target is. Because the God that I serve. power will remove all evidence of something being done in your life. Spiritual power will remove all evidence of something being done to you in your life. And that's why the devil hates it because it's harder for him to remind you of what you lost. See? See? But he, God wants all trace of the devil's work to be removed. Yeah. Look at 1 Samuel. First Samuel chapter 30. And David inquired of the Lord, saying, shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? Now this is when they, David and his men were out fighting. While they were fighting, all of a sudden the enemy came in and stole their families, stole food, stole the Good sold everything, wiped the camp out. He said, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered to him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them. Watch this. And without f- fail, recover all. Yeah. Everything that you lost is gonna be recovered with spiritual. Now, what's the enemy's job? Keep you carnal. Keep you carnal. Keep you mad at them. Well, they talk about me. Well, so what? They can't do nothing to stop you. Let them talk if they want to. <laughs> so they, they can't do anything, son. Huh? So my point to you is, somehow, I told you that because church has been carnal, that the most segregated place in the week is Sunday morning because everybody's looking for the same color. And no people are. And I'm saying we're getting over that. Yes. The Bible says God tells us where to go. Yes. And why does He tell you where to go? Because that person is going to teach something that's going to be key for what God's telling you to possess. Yes. So I'm saying He's going to tell you where to go. why? Because you're going to get the food you need, to get you spiritual power so that you can possess your possessions. Say amen to that. All right. Now, here's one other thing. God telling us to possess things is not a suggestion. It is not a suggestion. All right. Let's look at a couple of verses of possession. This is you now that we're talking about. What did God say to Abraham? He's saying to you. Look what it said in Psalm 105 in verse 44. All right, they're coming out of Egypt now. He gave them the land of the heathens and they inherited the labor of the people. Let's look at that in another translation and see can we just cuten that up a little bit. C-E-V. The Lord gave them the land and everything else the nations had worked for. Now, you know the Bible tells us what's true. The Word of God is true. Do you believe the Word of God? Folks, it is true. Now understand, how can he give it to you? And they work for it. Because Jesus did all the work and you get all the goodies. Isn't that something? The resurrection is symbolic of him defeating Satan. Watch this and stripping him of everything he stole. Colossians, please, chapter two, verse 14. Now listen, wait a minute. This may not be for everybody's listening to me. I'm preaching mainly to those who will occupy till he comes. That means advance, come on, and hold. All right, look what it says now blotting out the handwriting of the ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us. He took it out of the way and nailed it to the cross." So I had and played a tape for you, showed you, but one of the people who was here at that particular time heard a lady testify and he heard her testify that she got her credit score changed. And the reason why credit score was bad is because her credit was so bad because she owed all this money. But she took this verse right here and changed some of everything. Now I'm going to show you where you can take things like this verse and wipe out bad credit. Watch this. Wipe out all credit. Just, Just stay with me. Stay with me look at the next verse. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly triumphing over him in it. Glory to God. Jesus rose from the dead. (laughs) Now, now words did it. Mark chapter 10 and verse 34. And they shall mock him And shall scourge him and shall spit upon him and shall kill him. And the third day, he shall what? Rise again. Who's talking? Jesus. Who's he talking about? Jesus. Himself. He had to release words. Because after he's dead, words gonna still work. You got what I'm saying? some of y'all are here right now because your grandmama who's going on to be with the Lord spoke you in here. He was speaking of himself. He died, but the word got him up and the word caused God's power to move and the same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you. power. Not only will it raise you up and get you saved, it'll heal your mortal body. Are y'all with me here? Now I'm talking about words cause you're a king, a king that moves, a king speaks, and you are royalty. You've got angels Jesus said, if I want to, I can say something, and 12 legions of angels will come here and tear this place up. But he said, what God did for me, he'll do for you. Man, this is good preaching now. I'm getting happy. I think I'll buy this tape myself. But I'm telling you now, see, the enemy wants first to affect your desire. He doesn't want you to desire this. Can I show you something here? All right. Numbers chapter 13, they came back, those 12 spies, and they brought something with them. Do you remember what they brought with them? They brought fruit, gigantic. Grapes as big as grapefruit. Got it? That was the kind of things, if you will, that was in that land. It was the best. All right? What was that fruit supposed to do? It was supposed to build a desire because God gives you what? The desires. Of your heart. The desire is not take it or leave it. Desire is not come see, come saw. Oh, if I got time, I'll do it. Desire is a craving. Drug addicts have a desire. Watch this, that's met every day. And I'm telling you, you need to get the desire for the promises of God, and they'll be met every day. Now, let me show you this. This is spiritual power. Now, this is in 1 Kings chapter 22. Now, what's happening here, Jehoshaphat is getting together with Ahab because now they, what they're going to do is they're going to... Ahab wants him to fight a battle with him. Now, Jehoshaphat, both of them are kings, and Jehoshaphat is a little leery about this. So, Ahab brought all his prophets out, said, Prophesy. And all of them said, "Go up at once and fight it, blah 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 blah. You're gonna win." And then Jehoshaphat said, "Wait wait 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 a minute, wait a minute. Something's wrong with these prophets. Say, is there not a prophet from God?" He said, "Well, there's another man named Micaiah. He's a prophet, but I hate him because he doesn't ever tell me things good. He's always telling me something bad." <laughs> so what does he do? He go gets him. Micaiah said, "Okay, well, what did they say?" He said, "Well, they said go up." He said, "Well, let's go up." He said, no, no. I said, Micaiah, tell us the truth. He said, okay, here's the truth. When you went up there, all Israel got scattered. They ran you all the way down the hill, so forth and so on. And the King Ahab got mad and slapped the prophet and put him in jail. All right. You know, folks don't like to hear some bad news, some stuff that could correct them. All right. So what happened is now here is... Ahab to make sure he doesn't get hurt. He takes off his kingly robe and puts on the robe of just a soldier or uh, uh, armor. And he's going to sneak in there because if he gets hurt, he's, he doesn't want them to zero in it on him as a king. So he's going to just be in the crowd. Well, look what happened. Watch this. And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, uh, I will disguise myself and I'll enter into the battle. Okay. Go on down, please. However, during the fight, a soldier shot an arrow without even aiming and it hit Ahab where two pieces of his armor joined together. Now watch this. So this soldier, you know, he, he wasn't thinking about what he was doing. He said, well, I'm supposed to shoot. And he got it and shot it. This arrow comes, finds Ahab. Finds Ahab and Ahab's armor comes together right in the center, but it doesn't come completely together because likelihood of something coming between there it's almost nil, you know, the billion to one, but this arrow finds that little place and penetrates him and kills him. Now can I keep talking? So now if you've got a sword, the sword, the Bible calls it in Ephesians, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. See, So I can take the Word of God and fight, but the sword is for for close combat. It's for close combat. But suppose I don't want a sword. Suppose I want to do it from a distance. Then I get in my prayer closet. Now, I'm not concerned about how hidden the target is. Because the God that I serve, he direct my arrow right in between the armor of Satan. So I don't need to ask. I don't need to. I get in my prayer closet. So I'm getting in my prayer closet. I'm down in Shandaraya. Father, in the name of Jesus, notice what I'm doing. It may be in New York and I'm in California, but if I'm in my prayer closet and I'm spiritually minded, I can launch this arrow and not even look at where it's going. Ezekiel, chapter 36, verse 33. Thus saith the Lord God, in the day that I shall have cleansed you from all your iniquities, and I'll also cause you to dwell in the cities, and the waste shall be builded, and the desolate land shall be tilled, wherein it lay desolate. In the sight of all that pass by, and this, they shall say, this land that was desolate has become like the garden of Eden, and the wastes and desolate and ruined cities are become like the are inhabited, and the heathen that are left round about you shall know that I, the Lord, build ruined places; I plant that that was desolate. I, the Lord, have spoken it, and what had happened? And I will do it. Look at Isaiah, if you will, and chapter 44 and verse 25. Now this is God speaking. I that frustrate the tokens of liars, I'll make diviners mad. I'll turn wise men backwards and I'll make their knowledge foolish. I will confirm the word of my servant and perform the counsel of my messengers. Now, what am I saying to you? I'm saying Satan uses the same tactic because he trains his sorcerers and those who shoot out curses, he trains them the same way because he, he, they get spiritually minded. They know they don't have to be there, but they get up at three o'clock in the morning and send out curses. Now I'm saying God has a blessing for you. Psalm 91 and look at Psalm 91 and see what it says here. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings shall you trust. His truth is your shield and buckler. Watch this. You shall not be afraid of the what? Terror by night, or what else? That's that arrow that Satan sends, but don't be afraid of it. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wastes at noonday. Check it out for a thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come nigh you. Only with your eyes shall you be whole to see the reward of the wicked." Why? Because the Lord has made the Lord, you've made the Lord, which is your refuge, even the most high, your habitation. Watch this. There shall no, shall no, shall no, shall, shall no, shall no, shall no, shall no, shall no evil befall you, neither shall any plague come now your dwelling. Why? Because I'm going to give my angels charge over you, and they're going to keep you in how many? All your wave for they're gonna bear you up in their hands, lest you even dash your foot against a stone. For thou shalt tread upon the lion, the adder, the young lion and dragon. You're gonna trample under feet. Why? Because he set his love upon you. Therefore, he will deliver you. He'll set you on high. Because you have known his name. Watch this. He shall call upon you, shall call upon him, and he will answer you. He'll be with you in trouble. He will deliver deliver you, he will honor you, and with long life, he's going to satisfy you and show you his salvation. You don't even need to be across town. Saying, see, you got the spiritual power to stop drug dealers. You got the spiritual power. You got to hear me. You can stop every gang, you can break every gang up. It's just the demons that are running it. You can stop every devil. These murders have got to cease in the name of Jesus. Now, let me give you the last part. Now understand, yes. we had a dear sister. She wrote me. She said, Pastor, I'm working what you said. I said, all right, all right, go ahead. She said, I got proof. I said, oh, okay. So, remember, yes. sent me proof. She sent me pictures of the apartment building that she got. I said, all right, okay. And in this apartment building that she got, she got it with no money. Now, wait a minute. She said, you told me I'm supposed to own some stuff. You told me I'm an owner. You told me over in uh, Deuteronomy chapter six, verse 10 and 11, that God has given me houses. Houses. That means I got apartments for rent that you said in Philippians 419 that my God shall supply all my need. I'm talking about she put down the scriptures for it. And she said over in Psalm chapter 37 verse four, that God would give me the desires of my heart. And you said in Isaiah 55 in verse one, that I can come and buy with no money. You said in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 12 that he's freely given me all things. And pastor, I believe it. And here's the proof of it. Now I'm just saying to you, I'm saying it's been paid for. See, it's hard for you because you we've been trained as slaves. Folks, come on, you're an owner. And you're not an owner because of what you did, you're an owner because of what Jesus did. Look at Hebrews chapter one, verse one. He said, God, who is at sundry times in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets. Watch this. Has in these last days spoken unto us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. Heir of all things. There's another translation says Jesus is the lawful owner of everything. How did he get it? He took it all back from the devil. But look what it says about you and me, Romans chapter eight, verse 14. And this is what he said about that. He said, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear." But you've received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba Father. For the spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Well, wait a minute. He owns everything and I'm a joint heir and I'm an heir of God. I just happened to get a person who believed that. And They went out and got some property. Yeah. Now, I'm telling you right now, the church should be the biggest landowners in every city. Yeah. I'm going to say it over here. The church should be the biggest landowners in every city. I'm saying the days of you just barely making it and with that little paycheck, you're going to have seven streams of income. Yeah. Holy yeah. God. Yeah. Woo! Lawful owner of everything. See, there's a whole system built. It's called Babylon. He made laws, but they're not the true laws. God is going to have you operate on a higher system and it can legally transfer into your hands. Well, I trust that you are blessed by today's message. Now, here's a point in today's message that you want to meditate on. Spiritual power will remove all evidence of the curse in your life. Now, what is the curse? Poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. I'm talking about spiritual power now it'll remove all evidence of the curse in your life. Now, how do you get spiritual power? You get it through the word of God and releasing it by words. When you speak words, they're more than sound. They're spiritual power. Remember how Jesus cursed that fig tree? All right. Notice it dried up from the roots in less than 24 hours. I'm talking about spiritual power, spiritual power Controls all natural things. You got problems in your neighborhood. I, 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 I'll I'll tell you this. (laughs) This, this is me now. You get some time, about three times a week, and go down the street, releasing words. (laughs) Just release words. It'll start shifting the atmosphere. Because think about it. God released words, and it shifted the whole earth. (laughs) You don't think you can shift that atmosphere? The Bible says. Imitate God and get results. Praise God. Well, that's all we have for this time. This is Bill Winston saying we love you and keep walking by faith.
0: Today's series, Occupy Till I Come, is available in its entirety on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4. To order in the U.S., call 1 800 711 9327 or contact us online at billwinston.org. In Canada, call us at 844-298-2900, or contact us online at BillWinston.ca. Want additional resources to help you grow? Order Image of Truth special bundle, which includes Occupy Till I Come, four-part series, and Dr. Winston's mini book, Imitate God, and get results This powerful teaching bundle will awaken you to present day truths of God's plan for you to think, talk, walk, and believe like him, even amid perilous times. Get this enlightening series, Occupy Till I Come, today. Hello,
1: my name is Bill Winston. I am here to tell you about this exciting book. It's called The Vengeance of the Lord. Now, this is a topic that a lot of Christians never understood. It's not revenge, that's that's a human concept. This is vengeance. God says over in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 30, vengeance is mine and I will recompense saith the Lord. What does it mean? It means justice. It means that God is the one that's gonna justify you. When we were trying to buy our first shopping mall, the people didn't want us to have it, but the vengeance of the Lord stepped in. And the next thing you know, (laughs) we've got the ball, Not only that, they tried to keep us from having services, and we've got that too. My point to you is there are places that you can't go without the vengeance of the Lord. And just like anything else that a provision of God, you have to do it by faith. Well, how does faith come? By hearing and hearing by the word. The vengeance of the Lord. Get this book, build your faith, and I'm telling you, it will make you unstoppable. I'm talking about in the education area, changing educational laws back to be under the, the, the order of the kingdom of God, an economic, a government, everything. This vengeance of the Lord will open the pathway. One man said this, because God's people have not known vengeance, many have been victims. Not you. Praise God, because here's the book called The Vengeance of the Lord. Get it today. You'll be blessed. Bill Winston saying, Keep walking by faith.
0: The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. This broadcast has been made available to you through the faithful support of Bill Winston ministry partners and friends. We invite you to become a partner and join Dr. Bill Winston as he trains believers how to live independent of this world system and have dominion over it. Thank you, Bill Winston ministry partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast.